0: When people asked us what kind of dog Maverick was, we were always stumped. Now we know thanks to Embark's dog DNA test. He's a golden retriever mixed with Siberian Husky. We also got his health results and shared them with our vet. Embark is the highest rated dog DNA test and a must-have for any pet parent. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get free shipping and save $64 today on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com.
1: Hey everyone! Welcome to episode one hundred and one of the Retro Gamers. Larry actually here, and Anthony actually here. <laughs> What's going? Am I, on? Am I here? I here? I don't even know if I'm here. We're both here. This is new. This is a new endeavor for the Retro Gamers. We've I mean Definitely we new. we've been live. We've done mm-hmm. stuff like this before, but now we're on this endeavor to record every week. Which means I got to look pretty at about ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, dude, I got to look pretty at seven. <laughs> <laughs> But I have three like, hours behind you, and I have to say, uh, if I, if I do say so, I look better than you right now. At oh, 7 a.m. I am. I will admit, I just threw the hat on because I didn't have time to do my hair. So very nice. But this is well, it, welcome. Welcome. Yes, no, and, and welcome everyone who's watching where we're posting this on Facebook and YouTube. And mm-hmm. uh, this is the Retro Gamers. If you're new to the show, Aunt, you want to kind of fill them in on what uh, what they can expect from us.
2: Um, sure the retro gamers is a uh retro gaming podcast and now uh, i don't know what do you call a video cast do you call it a i th- uh like a, vi- a video. video podcast a video podcast yeah, well now it's a video podcast and uh we talk uh, all video games retro and uh how we determine that is still up for debate and it'll always be up for debate um yeah that's that, that's what we do that's basically that's it. it we've that's known it.
1: we've known each other for over at this point 25 years maybe 20 years
2: uh, yeah, it, once 20 we hit
1: 25, I, yeah, once we hit 25, I gotta cut it off. <laughs> and, uh, so like, this... It's like amputating a limb. It's like, <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> like oops, it's gone rotten. I, can, I, I do smell like almonds every now and again. So nice. this is, uh, my studio. You may have actually even seen, if you've watched the better half, you may have seen a little bit of this studio, uh, in mm-hmm. other words, my apartment. Um, so I got a lot of cool stuff here, which we'll talk about as time goes on. Uh, yep. and I know you had a background, <laughs>
2: That was worth I did. I had a, you know, I had a really awesome background set up. I was like, okay, we're gonna go into this. You have yours. I have mine. And it'll be great. I was like, but what you're seeing behind me is a very plain white wall because I had to switch locations for the recording thanks to Microsoft. And uh, Microsoft is gonna get a little bit not, um, not to steal from one of your other podcasts larry but uh we're gonna go we're gonna go a little bit into the yin and the yang territory i
1: I chew (laughs) every friday check out the yin and the yang podcast i guess we're gonna have i guess since i'm here as well we can call it a chewed out some more yeah we're gonna we're gonna do it we're gonna do a
2: chewed out some more segment really quickly (laughs) because i need to talk about how much i hate microsoft today (laughs) so
1: we uh yeah we had a little issue uh getting this started here with the uh recording the video yeah About an hour and a half issue, That's, more or yeah, less. Oh my God, almost. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's been almost an hour and a half since we started setting this up, um, and I honestly thought it was going to be really easy for us to do the recording and everything like that, but Microsoft decided to screw us, and uh, so and so here's what happened. You know, we record every week on Skype, like we do our, our audio podcast on mm-hmm. Skype, and because we started video, I was like, okay." I was like, we'll just record on a split screen on Skype, which is what you're seeing right now.
1: However, listening to the podcast,
2: unless unless you're listening to the podcast, (laughs) if you're listening to the podcast, you don't have to worry about this, (laughs) but you may want to know this about Skype. So um, we were planning to record, do our video recording on Skype. And I, you know, I have my laptop that I can use for mobile because I have my office set up in a different location from where my desktop is. So and my office has my backdrop with all my video game stuff. So it would look really cool. And when I open up Skype, I couldn't get the split screen to work. Now, I tried every which way to do it. Couldn't figure it out. All I had was a little itty bitty screen with me in the corner, which for me, I'm perfectly fine with because Larry knows how much I hate looking at myself. Uh (laughs) (laughs) and I love looking at
1: myself. And he loves looking at himself.
2: So, yeah, figure that out. So I decided I was, you know, so I couldn't figure out how to get the screen out of the lower
1: right-hand corner. Which is weird but, because yeah. for the first time, Apple, because I use a Mac. Uh, this is, mm-hmm. I'm recording on a Mac computer. I was just able to drag and drop and it split the screen. So this is like, normally Apple is the one that has a hard time compared to a, a PC. Well, especially with Microsoft
2: programs. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, so I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I'm sitting here, and I'm a, I've always been a PC guy over a Mac guy. I mean, I use Mac. I use Mac at work. I've used Mac elsewhere, but I've always been a PC guy at home. So I went online to try and figure this out, was looking all over the place, and then I finally get an answer from somebody who put something on a message board, and Microsoft responded, the new version of Skype on PC doesn't do split screen anymore. There you go. Just like that, and just like that. No split screen. I hate you, Microsoft. You have ruined my life. <laughs> uh, not not enough to go get you know to throw out my PCs and get a Mac, but you ruined my life for now. Um, so now I'm on my desktop, which has an older version of Skype and allows me to do the split screen. Which, if you're watching us, you're actually seeing right now.
1: Yes, I mean, hopefully you'll be able to download that older. Version of Skype on the on your other computer, so we can actually get a which is a very nice view of what you have happening in your. Welcome to Long Island, where the lights are going to flicker. Nice. (laughs) Your uh, you know your backdrop where you have a lot very good collection of items. Yeah,
2: and you know what? Everybody can see that in episode 102 by next week. I'm hoping to have it all figured out. Fair enough. Um, or I'm just going to go visit Microsoft and scream at them until they put the code into the new Skype version and give me my split screen.
1: We love the Xbox, but Skype, eh, not so much. Not so much. Well, and speaking of the Xbox, let's if we can transition
2: to that. Sure. And I know I know we talk retro gaming, but new, the new Xbox that was announced at, um, at uh, E3 – is gonna they're talking about
1: it being streaming only for games yeah when i saw that i forgot who i was talking to and i saw that on a commercial um Mm -hmm. like a like a tech commercial or something and uh for like one of these tech shows and i was like holy cow that it's gonna be streaming now i remember everyone else was like what are you talking about and why do you care um yeah we talk we do tend to talk new as well we have a couple of Um, Mm -hmm. special edition episodes where we do E3 or or a new system that comes out because me and Anthony are still gamers. But Ant, I did see this new Xbox and I already uh, download games. Like I don't buy the physical copies anymore because really what you see behind me is really all I have as far as room besides besides my bedroom. So I don't have storage space. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, streaming... You know, I can understand some complications with that where, you know, especially that much data going through. But I still think it's going to be it's it's an endeavor that I think is the next, you know, went from cartridges to CDs, CDs to digital Mm -hmm. and now digital to just pure streaming. It's the next step.
2: No, it's the next step, but there's one major flaw with it. It depends on it depends on how strong your Wi-Fi is at home or your or your you know your connection. Because if you don't have a strong connection, you're not going to be able to play games.
1: This is true to a point. I did see. Now this is all unofficial <laughs> and off the top of my head, uh, but I do believe that they were talking about somehow. It's like a like a hybrid. Stream mm-hmm. where like some of it will be downloaded physically, so you'll play some of it's gonna be physically on the hard drive, and then some of it will stream as well. So it's some kind of weird, weird mixture of the two. So it may not, because there's been other streaming only devices like the, um, what was that the uh, the OnLive. Remember that thing? Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was stream-only, and their big... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not around anymore, but their nope. big selling point was you can stream, like, I like dare they say... Maybe not dial-up, but, like, a DSL modem, and, mm. like, the idea was it was just delivered in packets, and then by the time it got delivered. So I'm sure that's going to be fine, and also, you know, we're in 2018, and as time goes on, the Wi-Fi is going to get better. People buy eventually new uh, routers, because old ones just start to wear out anyway, um, yep. And if you're doing a, a podcast that involves recording Skype, where two people have to talk to each other, may want to invest in new, newer equipment anyway. As much as we have new equipment, so <laughs> well, true. And, and I guess
2: time will tell on yeah. that
1: one. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. And please. that's our yeah. And that
2: and that's enough about new stuff. We gotta go. We gotta go back to
1: we retro. Gotta, stuff.
2: Let's go back in time. Back to retro. Oh, which by the way, um, while I was uh, cleaning stuff out, I did find your. Um, your Super uh-huh. Mario Watch.
1: Look at that. Nice. So,
2: yeah, so I have your Super Mario Watch ready to go. And since this is our first chance at video, and I'm oh, sorry here for we people go. who are just listening, so allow me to showcase oh, your little Super Mario Watch. watch. So, look little pocket watch that oh, opens.
1: Sweet. And there
2: you have it. Very nice. I
1: love and it.
2: I accept cash and check. I think I've already paid you for it. You just forgot to mail no it. No money on it. Oh, that's true. So then um, you'll get this when I'm ready.
1: <laughs> uh, so October. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll bring, it, I'll bring it in October when I visit. <laughs> or November. Either way, I'm going to get it either October or November. One way or the other.
2: Yeah, so coming this fall, we'll actually have uh, two episodes. Where we're in the same
1: room. Yes, that's going to be fun. We'll talk about that as the weeks uh, progress. Yes. Um, so that's cool. There you go. And that's just a new feature. That we're going to be doing here, and depending on how post-production works, I'm sure Anthony will throw in some other stuff that yep. uh, will oh, just yeah. pop up as we go I,
2: I will somehow make my giant head look smaller when, <laughs> I, just, when I do this
1: post. the way you're sitting right now.
2: Well, I, I know. I'm really close to the screen.
1: <laughs> like When you have a giant head like me, you kind of get used to it, so you kind of have no choice. Yes. Well, if I, you know what? If I block the bottom part with my microphone, that'll help. See, I like this. It gives a look, plus it blocks a couple, a couple of my extra chins that I have. So I don't look yeah, that's as, very good. as Bowser-like. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Well, anyway. Of, I was going to say, speaking of Bowser, uh, we got to maybe be careful what we mention about Nintendo because they're on a, l- a litigious l- – l- l- is that the word? Go ahead. Lawsuit? Yeah, sure. Have, they're suing they're, everybody.
2: They're, 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 yeah, I was like they're going into a lawsuit frenzy basically. Yeah hey you know what um, if we can't mention Nintendo on this show I think our show will be doomed. Yes. so <laughs> um, but yeah I mean this is this was something that um I, I read about last week um, it you know it we just missed it on our 100th episode which by the way it was last week yeah, so our, our, our we had our hundred extra lodge these lights are killing me come on long Island uh, Light oh well, no I, well, no, I kind of, I kind of like it because like it it kind of defines Long Island all in and of itself. It's like it's like we're here.
1: We kind of work the most light, of the time. <laughs> the lights are terrible. The power is terrible on Long Island, and the trees always uproot whenever there's a strong gust of wind. So, you know, exactly. Wait. But uh, getting back to Nintendo, so so it came out last
2: week. There was an article that came out last week that Nintendo has decided to sue.
1: Um, some ROM sites,
2: Yeah, uh, some ROM
1: sites, yeah. two in particular, which actually are owned by the same guy anyway. So mm. it's like love ROM and something else involving love yeah. and ROMs. Uh, yeah, no, Nintendo's going hard after this right now, this one guy, I haven't heard of any other sites yet that they've hit. Um, mm. and the idea is it's, you know, the guy was, I don't know if he was selling or just distributing. Maybe he was selling them. Maybe. Uh, the actual um, ROMs of the entire Nintendo collection.
2: Well, no, because there are other sites also that I remember they had. Um, I think it was CoolROM. Okay. It's another site. They used to have Nintendo ROMs up there, and they got rid of them. So I think this has just been a thing that the Nintendo's just been going after them as they've been finding them. Gotcha. And, and yeah, and they've been getting pulled off. So Nintendo – yeah, so definitely Nintendo – um, does not like the whole ROM thing going on online, and, which is understandable. I mean, it is their intellectual property.
1: Very true. I know, and I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, they haven't done anything with these games in forever. And, you know, the virtual console is basically becoming obsolete now because the version we're going to get on the Switch in about a month or two is nothing like what we've gotten on the Wii and the Wii U. Um, yeah, exactly. So, like, why yeah. bother, you know, Nintendo? You know, why bother with it? But... Like you said, Ant, and we understand here, you know, our stance on ROMs and emulators, the legality of it is, if you own the cartridge, if you own the game, mm-hmm. you're allowed to own the emulator. Uh, but, of course, you're going to have people out there, we see it all over the place, emulated Super Nintendo minis, NES minis, anything they can get their hands on. And, yep. you know, it's... Maybe that's also on our end how our love to actually go out and buy these cartridges and buy these games. You know, I mean, look, Mm -hmm. you know, I got, and this is just a collection. You got a pretty sweet setup. Thank you. And this is, you know, unfortunately, this is all because of Hurricane Sandy. uh, Because I lost, as mentioned before, I lost pretty much my entire collection to Sandy. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though a lot of this stuff is games I've never owned. But still. Yeah. Yeah. The one, the one good thing that came out of Sandy is
2: uh, your virtual boy was destroyed,
1: and that will continue, apparently, folks. I thought the yes, the as a couple people have told me over the week. Uh, whew, can you, you got, see that now? There it is. Hashtag VB sucks. Check it out. Unfortunately, T-chip. unfortunately, in video, it's backwards, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> tchip.com. check out where you can buy retro gamer stuff. I um and v- hashtag VB sucks. So, That's right. you know, having the car... We've talked about it. You can go back and, and listen to the old episodes. It's just weird how... Like, why? Why now? Why now, Nintendo, to go after? Do they have something planned? Like, do they are they going to put out this massive library of games all of a sudden?
2: Well, I mean, I can only assume that the new, sh- the new online streaming service is going to dip into their library. And maybe it's going to dip deeper than we realize. I hope so. I don't know. So... Um, it's entirely possible. My question is always with them: is going can can they go after ROMs that were made by a third party? Because do they technically own those outright? Because when you see them, oh, I see. putting games up on stream, right? Mm-hmm. They have to they have to pay royalties, to my understanding, to any company like whose games they put up there. So in other words, if they put up a Mega Man, they got to pay Capcom. Oh, yeah. So. Right, so my question is, do they have the right to go after those third-party ROMs, or can they only go after first-party ROMs that they put out, like Mario Zelda and stuff like I that? Think...
0: I... Hi, Carol from L.A. here. We rescued Sadie from a local shelter. With an Embark dog DNA test, we found out she's mostly Border Collie. She's a much happier dog since we started agility training. I recommend Embark to any dog owner. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get the highest rated dog DNA test at EmbarkVet.com. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use the exclusive promo code DNA to get $64 off an Embark breed and health kit.
1: I think they're hitting their own IPs. I think they're hitting just Mm -hmm. anything that Nintendo made. Uh, You know, it's up to Capcom, Konami, you know, these third party companies, I guess, if Mm -hmm. they want to. But the third-party companies, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure LJN doesn't mind. Oh, please! I, I'm, well, I mean, there are a lot of good wrestling games I'd like to see back.
2: <laughs> yeah, but LJN was
1: notorious for oh, bad they were games.
2: Terrible! Uh, it's awful. But
1: it, but at least the third parties they tend to keep releasing these old games and working on the IPs. You know, Capcom's got Mega Man Eleven coming out in a few months. They just released yes. the Mega Man uh, Mega Man X Collection. Uh, 1 and 2. So which
2: by the way got really excellent reviews. Oh, so, I downloaded it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. And what's cool about it in that one, at least in the first one, is that they have like a special Maverick challenge mode where you fight two Mavericks at the same time.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah,
1: so I haven't tried it yet. I got I got it on the Switch. Uh, I got Oh, is it available on the Switch? It's available uh, on so Switch, I believe PS4 and Xbox one okay. to all the regular stuff. All right, cool.
2: Now because I'm looking for more Switch games to buy so when I travel cuz I'm still traveling, uh, with my job, um, I have stuff to play and right now I have nothing on my Switch right now to play because I beat Mario, beat Zelda, um, and Lego Marvel 2 doesn't really work well on handheld, so. Oh no? It just doesn't play it well because of the, it's, it's too small. Oh, right. too small.
1: fair enough. Um, but anyway. A Sonic Mania, I'm telling getting rave reviews. Oh, yeah, yes. I gotta pick up Sonic Mania, I gotta pick up, uh, and I gotta pick up, the Mega Man X Legacy Collections, which will be nice. And even the regular Mega Man Collection. Oh, okay. So, well well worth it. A lot of challenges in them as well. Um, but yeah, like, what I'm saying is, like, third parties, they're using their stuff. You mm-hmm. know, Nintendo, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how... Because, like I said, the, the online service that Nintendo's planning for the Switch mm-hmm. is nothing compared to what it's been, like, with the Wii and the Wii U. And the Wii Shop Channel... I think it's in closed, its last year. Right? It's in its last year. You can still download. You can't add money to it anymore. But if you still have points, you can still mm-hmm. download games till March of 2019. And I remember when that was announced, really before it started going crazy with the uh, with the purchasing, as you heard last week. Um, you know, I started downloading a lot of games that I wanted to play through the Wii. That's not even available on the Wii U. Right. Uh, and the Wii U is still kind of updating itself pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? we'll see what happens. My concern is, okay, Nintendo's going after their own properties for the ROMs. Will this affect any sort of like homebrews or hacks uh
2: you know i don't I don't necessarily think so because I don't know. I mean, do you have to legally put your um, any created games through Nintendo in order to have them created? I, I think the I think at this point the answer is no, because it's not like Nintendo is going to make a new NES game, Super Nintendo game, or N64 game. So I feel like if you're making a homebrew, I, I personally think it's okay as long as it's an original game. So in other words, like, I know, like, for example, you bought, like, a Zelda, a Zelda have, game, which oh, is more like... Well, those are ROMs.
1: Those are wrong. No, no, no. Uh, one of them is. No, no, no. Like, um, there was a Zelda Super no, no, Nintendo no, no. game. Yeah, yeah there's parallel, parallel Worlds and um, parallel worlds. and BS Maps. BS Maps right. was from their online service in Japan. So technically, that's wrong. Oh, okay. But Parallel Worlds is a homebrew.
2: That's what I'm talking about. Like, a Zelda Parallel Worlds game is taking a Nintendo-licensed – property Mm -hmm. and making a game out of it that to me i think is illegal and can't do that along
1: with like but if you
2: yeah yeah but if you're creating a brand new game from scratch um Uh, you know that's fine yeah, I think that's absolutely fine yeah. because I don't I don't think anybody can stop you from doing that Correct. Um, because it's your property. It's actually your property. It's just made to play on a – and you know what? It's made to play on a 16-bit system. It doesn't necessarily have to be made specifically to play on a Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It, maybe it's, it could be a Genesis or whatever it is. The bottom line
1: is you're creating a 16-bit video game. Correct. Um, so. It's like those hacks and homebrews. Even, even the ones like, – because as far as hacks are concerned – it's really three, genre, three games I've seen get hacked often. Super Mario Brothers, on any, whether it's mm-hmm. the, the NES version or the, the Super NES version. Um, Contra, there's a ton of hacks for Contra. One of which I own, Revenge of the Falcon, which is phenomenal. Hard as hell, but phenomenal. And a lot of Castlevanias, a lot of Castlevania hacks and ROMs. Um, Along with a bunch of other ones, you know, that that dip into different game modes and stuff like that. Uh, Those are the ones, because a lot of times they do, like, little twists. Like, I've seen uh, um, Demented Sonic, which is Mm -hmm. nuts. Oh, I Uh, haven't seen that uh, yet. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, I haven't bought it yet. I gotta gotta pick it up. Um, Okay. uh, Speaking of that, though, that's kind of what I was getting at, because now that we're kind of... Ooh, and I shake my camera. Um, Nice. When I was earthquake in long island when, oh please i hope not we already had that one like six years ago you know the 1.2 on the richter scale oh freaked no everybody out. <laughs> you should you,
2: you should be here
1: for like the uh like we get fours that i sleep through look i <laughs> <laughs> i already bought my airfare okay don't <laughs> i'm already coming down there don't um, wait when you, when you come here i'll just shake the house oh, jesus, somehow, oh
2: just to freak you out
1: oh baby sweet baby jesus so what i was gonna say was um, like game on, uh, and this is nothing wrong with it. Um, you know, they had some ROMs of mm-hmm. uh, you know games that like released in Japan that are over here and stuff like that. But right. they were saying how like some of the hacks that they were selling, um, like the the distributors just are gone. Like they just oh, wow. not, they're not responding. And again, I don't think it's the hacks because these are hacks. You know, they are what they and. When we use the term hack, we don't mean like, you know, like, oh, he's a hack. He's a, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows what we're talking about. Um, So I think a lot of people right now are kind of knee-jerk reacting to this, saying, Mm -hmm. you know what? Let's lay low for a little while, see what happens with these lawsuits, and then take it from there.
2: Yeah, that's probably what it is. I mean, and if you think about it, if you're just a... If just a small-time person who's like putting stuff up on a website. It's like, hey, you know what? I have this little ROM website. You're not going to be able to. Uh, you can't afford
1: to go into a big legal battle with Nintendo. No, I mean, so not. you know, so
2: the easy solution is obviously to to
1: take them down. Speaking of which, though, did you hear the the big legal legal battle though that Nintendo's doing with these two websites, like the punitive damages that they're looking for? Oh yeah, isn't it like? Um...
2: Like $100,000 per game or yeah, something like game,
1: that? per game. Not on t- mm. top of that, like $2 million in lost – I think yeah. they dare said lost revenue. I don't know how, how that's possible.
2: I, I don't. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how you're losing revenue at this point on uh, old systems. But, I mean, when you think about it, um, I don't know what their legal lines are in their booklets, obviously, anymore. But do you remember like on VHS tapes, on DVD tapes, they have that that warning in the beginning yep. If, yep. You, if, if you if violate the they're copyright law? Th- like, yeah, it's like yeah. 200 thousand or five hundred thousand dollars per yeah i'm like it's the same thing with video games intellectual property i mean you know if the whole idea is that the owner is protected so yeah, if you're absolutely. stealing it if you're stealing it I, but see to me i always felt like if yeah if you're stealing it and costing them money uh fox had a big problem with this when the wolverine movie the wolverine origins movie okay um was leaked online
1: oh, uh somebody I remember somebody, that remember yes. somebody
2: leaked somebody leaked the movie online. Right. And they actually accredited the poor performance the film did in theaters because it was leaked online a month before it was released. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, I mean, I mean that's on a grander scale. I mean, you think about uh, a film studio who probably lost maybe a hundred or two hundred million dollars potentially in film revenue. Um, you know, think about think about Nintendo with like per game, like one game. I mean, if you're giving the game away for free. Um, you know, I mean, granted now they're older games, but you're potentially losing millions of dollars per game.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, that's where also the argument of, is there some sort of copyright? You know, does it expire at some point where maybe they're allowed to distribute? Because that's how the clone systems are being made. The clone systems are being made because basically the copyrights for the design are just are gone. They expired, right. I should say. So now they're allowed to to make these clones. And, um, you know, and that's moving forward. It's actually getting better and better, which we're going to talk about in a little while. Uh, I don't know. You know, and speaking of clones, with the massive success of the clone systems, you would think Nintendo maybe would start to piggyback on this. I'm not saying start to release cartridges or anything, but maybe mm-hmm. release like, I mean, they already have them, like release... A cartridge that takes an sd card maybe you download through nintendo you know what i mean like you know mm-hmm. you do it properly you download games onto an sd or a mini sd you pop right. it into the to the um basically a giant nes or snes flash card and then put it into the clone and call it a day well i mean when you think about it i mean but
2: that's the whole that's the whole idea behind a virtual the virtual console true the streaming service whatever you want to call it um all of their new systems that come out now, starting with the Wii, have have had online service so that you could download and play old, you know, retro games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the issue that us gamers have is that they're controlling which games to release. So, you know, yes. you'll get your you know, maybe you'll get Double Dragon, maybe you'll get Super Mario maybe you won't get Renegade and you won't get River City Ransom and you won't get City Connection.
1: Oh, City and, Connection's awesome.
2: Right. So like there that's the thing. It's like they never never released the entire library and as a result of that, you know, gamers gamers are missing out on all of these games, which is why people will start turning to ROMs because they're like, well, I don't want to it's harder to buy the cartridges because some of them are super expensive now, so I can't get them. Um, so here's, here's your simple solution. Oh, I'm just going to download it and play it. Um, so to me, the answer is, you know, to Nintendo, to Sega, to everybody, it's like whatever, whoever they are, it's like, just release more of the library.
1: Agreed. And also, is there a way, maybe kind of a, uh, something to think about and, you know, we can have people comment on the Facebook page, uh, with this, um, you know, do you treat the ROMs almost like you would treat buying an old cartridge at a flea market or a yard sale or at these used video game stores, because you know these companies aren't getting a cut anyway because it's right. used and it's old. So you know, unless I just opened up Pandora's box, and now the retro gamer single handedly has destroyed the resale market for <laughs> old video no, games. No, no, no,
2: you haven't. You haven't. You haven't destroyed the resale market because the bottom line is. Physical cartridges that are being resold—it's kind of like GameStop. Physical cartridges being resold were already purchased from the parent company. Agreed. These games were already sold by Nintendo. They've already made their money off of them, and they became property of—they they became somebody else's property. Okay. And you can do with—you can do you know whatever you want with your property. If you wanna—if you wanna resell it to somebody else, you can. If you wanna take a sledgehammer to it, you can. It's all—it it, you know it's up to you. So uh, – which is what I'll be doing to you, Virtual <laughs> Boy. I know I was going to – I was going to go my there, but – My Boy. Yeah. Uh, well, was... my Virtual Boy. It'll be my <laughs> Virtual Boy. right. Um, and we'll talk, about, we'll talk about our contest later because we gave our update last, last week. But, yeah. But, I mean, once you own something, you have the right to do what you want with it. So there's no issue with reselling physical cartridges. The I issue mean, is when, when you're downloading the actual game itself online, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're taking something – that you've never owned and you're taking, you're basically taking it from, you know, you're taking it for free.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and the company's not making anything off of it. It's the, again, it's the reason why the virtual console exists. They want to make, they want to continue to make money mm-hmm. off of these, uh, off of these old games as much as they possibly can. It's why you've downloaded super Mario like 20 different times on every <laughs> single console and handheld you've owned <laughs> pretty much, you know, yeah. Uh but ultimately like um the the and that's what the issue is with what you were saying about release an SD card so that you can just play it whenever, if they do that, you won't you won't continue buying the same game on every virtual console they release.
1: This is also true, yes. Um you know, again, weigh in folks, let us know. Uh Retro Gamers Podcast there at Facebook, or I should say Facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast and uh, let us know your thoughts. I already know a lot of people that we know. I already know what they're going to say about the ROMs <laughs> and everything. Um, <laughs> yep. But definitely check out some. I mean, as far as, like I said, you know, because sh- hacks are just that. People just going in, making their own games and stuff. There are a lot of interesting versions of games, mm-hmm. uh, like the Demented Sonic. There's a Christmas yes. Super Mario Brothers 2, which is actually beautiful looking, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, it is. And Monk's other Castlevania, demonic games, and everything—it's pretty fun. So mm. check it out. Let us know and uh, weigh in on the Facebook page. All right, Larry, uh, it's time for our mini segment, and this today
2: we're doing a retro birthday.
1: Oh, all right, happy birthday! I feel like now I should have a cake. Can um, you superimpose uh, a cake. Yeah, I can superimpose a cake there, but okay.
2: um, <laughs> for the people listening to our podcast, uh, cake doesn't matter. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this. Today we have a very, very special retro birthday, uh, mostly because I know for a fact it's a game that neither of us have played, uh, it's a game both of us want to play, and it's a game that is celebrating its 20th birthday.
1: 20th so 1998. Hmm.
2: So 20 years ago this week, on July 31st, 1998, it was the release of Shining Force 3 on Sega Saturn. Really? Saturday.
1: 1998. 1998. Happy 20th birthday, Shining Force 3. I honestly thought it was a little older than that. Nope. No, it came out in 98. Holy cow. Yeah, that's my my holy grail. Well,
2: that's been my holy grail for a while because you know how much I love the Shining Force games. Uh, I know you've never. Have you ever finished a Shining Force game? Yes, I have. I've actually finished both of them. Oh okay. No, no no I
1: wasn't sure. I was actually
2: generally <laughs> No, no, it's look, the I was legitimately question. I asking. Was it, it wasn't it ev- was an attempt
1: to No. It. Everyone everyone who listens, All you know, fans of the show, they're fully aware of that. Uh no, I yeah. have beaten and I've actually beaten the first one a couple times, even like the re release on Game Boy Advance and stuff. Oh, I love that series. I love that series too, mostly because the battle mechanics to me are my like that's they're my favorite. Why I li- that's why I love Final Fantasy Tactics. It plays the uh, same way, right? Exactly.
2: Yeah, I on. love the I love the battle system on that. So yeah, so um, so Shining Force Three is celebrating its 20th birthday. I know you own, um, you own Shining Force Three on the Japanese Sega Saturn because I. When
0: all- people asked us what kind of dog Maverick was, we were always stumped. Now we know thanks to Embark's dog DNA test. He's a golden retriever mixed with Siberian husky. We also got his health results and shared them with our vet. Embark is the highest rated dog DNA test and a must have for any pet parent. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get free shipping and save $64 today on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. Hi, Carol from L.A. here. We rescued Sadie from a local shelter. With an Embark dog DNA test, we found out she's mostly border collie. She's a much happier dog since we started agility training. I recommend Embark to any dog owner. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get the highest-rated dog DNA test at EmbarkVet.com. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use the exclusive promo code DNA to get $64 off an Embark breed and health kit.
2: for When I was in Japan, I also have a copy.
1: All three yep. chapters.
2: Exactly. Now, uh, yeah, because... Um, for people who do not know this, I'm almost... Seg- I'm segueing into a Did You Know segment, in a way. Um, we only got the first chapter in... Um, what am I doing? I what are you doing? What are you That's pointing right, It's right there. The games are right there. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, in the U.S., we only got part one of yes. Shining Force 3. We didn't get all three parts. In Japan, they actually released three different games.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So... Um, and... You know, if we both buy a Japanese Saturn, we could play all three. Of course, we understand what's going on because it's you know we can't read Japanese. Nope. Not yet. I may have to. I may have to learn Japanese. Oh, but between anyway, two of us. Yeah, between well, between the two of us and the fact that I travel there enough, I should probably <laughs> know Japanese by now. But anyway, um, happy twentieth birthday, Shining Force Three, um, and that is this week's retro birthday.
1: All right. Well, we're back and list. Are, are we really? I guess so, right? I don't know. It depends on how old these, how we look in between each of these segments. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Kind of frightening to me. <laughs> it's all new, folks. Exciting and new. Yes. Love Boat Reunion in October. Uh, so we... um, Last week, for episode 100, we had Josh from Victims and Villains. And if you that don't know who... He, yes, if you don't know who Josh is, he's a pain in my ass. Yes, so, he is. <laughs> uh, Hi, Josh. <laughs> what's going on, Josh? Love you. And we... Me and Anthony gave our mid-year numbers for the Virtual Boy contest that we have, where at the end of the year, whoever spends the most money on retro games, retro mm-hmm. you know systems, uh, has to buy the other person a Virtual Boy. And as everyone yes. knows, I've been waiting for Virtual Boy for many, many years. Had my hands on one last year, but it wasn't working. Because again, yes, you did. I lost mine in Sandy's. Funny. Yeah, So I want to play it, where if Anthony wins it, he will destroy it. Yes. Live on Facebook. Um, live
2: live on Facebook, on YouTube, there will be a video of me destroying said Virtual Boy. And I'm feeling really good about this now.
1: Yeah, what was your number again last week? As of January 1st to, like, uh, near the end of July, middle of July. For, right, from January 1st to the end of July, my total was $672.47. All right. My total from January 1st to yesterday... From when we're recording, oh, this makes me feel so good. uh, The number has already changed, so not much. But I'm probably now, and I'm just going to round up. You know what? Let's just round up and let's just say an even two G's. So you've you've hit two thousand. I've hit two thousand. Let's let's just call it. You know, so yeah. Uh, There there are no words
2: except you. You may want to seek help.
1: (laughs) I may have to, honestly. Well, either see either see declare bankruptcy. <laughs> no, no, I will. This is all okay. It's all within the spending limits. Don't worry. Oh, okay, good. Just but checking. you will. This will. None of this will expand here uh, for a little while. So this is all. Well, really that's okay because
2: me. now that I know that I have a thirteen hundred dollar <laughs> cushion, <laughs> you, I, I can go spend money ad nauseum. You have wiggle room. You have wiggle room. I have, yes,
1: I have a lot of wiggle room to do some shopping. <laughs> Um, so I was at Game On, the official retro game store of the East Coast of yes. the Retro Gamers. And I was there yesterday uh, visiting great guys there. Brian, Tristan, Jay, Danny, everyone else who works there, all the customers. I'll give a shout out to Thomas, who stole our name. Thomas Retro Gamer, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, how dare he? <laughs> um, Do we sue him? No, not at all. He's Do a we cute. pull in Nintendo? No, he's a good guy. Anyone else though? Okay. Watch your backs. But him, he's good. Yeah. Um, so I'm there, you know, and, and over there at Game On, I don't know if it's the same at Game Dude, but at Game On, you can literally play, you can try any game that's in the store. Even the ones that are in the case. Yeah, they, they don't have that at Game Dude. There's (laughs) no, there's no
2: trying it out. But that's okay, because Game Dude is a
1: giant warehouse, and they have (laughs) everything. The Costco. everything. Yeah, Costco for retro gaming. Uh, so I was there yesterday, you know, playing some games, playing, actually I was playing a lot of Genesis, I was checking those out. But mm-hmm. also, just to back up a little bit, the day before, uh, Frank Messina, co-host of the Better Half podcast, who you can check out every other Wednesday, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts with myself. He recently actually hooked up a lot of his old systems. He, nice. oh yeah, he got his um, Xbox 360, original Xbox, PS2, PS1, Dreamcast, and Genesis. Wow. He's got a lot lot more systems than I thought. And they're all his original ones. He even has the power converter for uh, the Genesis so he can play the Master System games. Wow. Oh, yeah. And this is all original stuff of his. It's really, really cool.
2: That is amazing.
1: So I went over there, testing it out, fixed a couple of items that he had a little trouble with. uh, And we were testing the Dreamcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, I really miss this console. The Dreamcast is one of the best ones
2: yeah, Dreamcast is is extremely underrated, um, and the, and the reason why is because it had such a short lifespan. Yeah, right. Uh, biggest problem with the Dreamcast was that it had it didn't have a lot of third party support, and unlike the Nintendo that can survive pretty well without third party support, um, Sega wasn't able to do the same. No. Um, and as a result, the yeah the Dreamcast was a, a short lived system, and sad, and it was very sad because I I do. I still have my Dreamcast and I play it. I mean, uh, I love my, I, I love that system. Uh, I think it was also the first games. Game. Yeah. Oh well,
1: then yeah, buy a system exactly. But
2: you, you should go out and buy the system today, Larry, or at least before December. So <laughs> they usually have good deals on them. So yeah, but um, the other the other thing that the Dreamcast had was it was the first system. It was the first system in the U.S. that um, had online functionality. Yes, never used it, but it did. Have, well, I never used it, but it I never did have used online, it. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I, I think I tried once, um, and that was it.
1: <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm debating, I'm going back and forth. I'm like, oh, do I need to get a Dreamcast now? Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, yes, this year I've been trying to focus on TurboGrafx-16. I've never owned ah, yes. graphics before, mm-hmm. uh, so and which, my, can,
2: which which you can play on your Retro Freak, right?
1: Well, I'm in the process of sending that back to the United Kingdom. Oh, uh, what happens? Because they, here's, no, here's mine. Well, make sure it works. You see, that little, you see that little adapter for the Game Gear? Yes. Just make sure it fits in the Genesis port, or else you're returning yours as well on your next trip to Japan. Okay, I'm fairly confident that it'll be fine, but I'll, I'll test it. Of Mine sure I didn't, which is why it's going back to the United Kingdom. I just got to find a box to get it in, and then they've already sent me, finally, after like a month in between emails, mm-hmm. they finally sent me an email, the company I bought it from, with return... Processing through some company I've never heard of, so we'll see what happens. Oh, good. Well, I've never seen it again.
2: F- fingers crossed yes. that the Japanese
1: version is better. Uh, but still, I would like to own a tur You know, as much as I like the clone, because the clone systems are good because they're HDMI. You can plug them in. They're up to date. Uh, but I would still like to own the systems just for the sake of owning them. Just to say you have it, and plus yeah. it's the only way I can find a Turbo Graphics controller.
2: Totally understandable.
1: Um, but. Also, oh, also on a side note, um, I guess like companies like Hyperkin and there's another one, I apologize, I forgot. I was told about it yesterday. Uh, the new thing now is also putting out HDMI cables for the old systems. Yes. Um, there's actually, Hyperkin's getting ready to put out an HDMI cable for the original Xbox. Oh, that's really cool. I think they're making one for the Dreamcast as well. Uh, I know there's one for the Wii and some other, you know, uh, mm-hmm. capabilities. Uh, but it Goes back, and we've talked about this before, just very quickly, uh, you know, to kind of rehash, original versus clone, as far as systems. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally like the clone systems, like I just mentioned, HDMI, they're up to date, uh, easier to plug in when streaming, and I know you like the, you know, you like having the OGs.
2: Oh no, I like the OGs. I have, you know, you know me, I have like, you know, 20 some odd systems now. But I, you know, and... And I bought, you know, well, the Retro Freak I think is the only clone that I act, or the act, the only clone system I have. Um and I and I bought that specifically because there's only so much space I have mm-hmm. in my living room to put systems in and this one saves me the trouble. Absolutely. You know because you can play 16 different systems on it, uh, including a lot of handhelds which I've never owned because yes. you know me, I'm I'm very uh, I've is. been anti I'm anti handheld. <laughs> there's a lot um, of good
1: gems out there, man, that are on, on and, handhelds. And,
2: Exactly. So, you know, this this affords me the opportunity to play those. Um, But, yeah, there's something about owning the original ones, especially the original ones that you, like, that were yours. Like, in other words, like, I have my NES from 30 years ago. Like, it's the same NES. Um, Same thing with my Super Nintendo, my Genesis. These are all my original systems, and I love having them. I love playing games off of them. It's awesome. Uh, Even though, you know, I've had to say goodbye to my PlayStation 2, uh, yeah. I will be saying goodbye to my Sega CD but again these are I know it it hurts but you know what not everything lasts forever <laughs> and on top of that you can always go out and buy the system again because
1: yeah. there are stores like Game Dude and Game On this is very true and Super Potato mm-hmm. um but of course and a a clone the first clone system we talked about way back when which is finally making some headway again is PolyMega uh, yes. Because they're changing the game of clones because they are the first that I know of and I think maybe that you know of as well because you haven't told me of any others, mm-hmm. where their base system, like when they go on, I think they're going to do Kickstarter uh, mm-hmm. and real quick, it's just basically modules. Like you buy the, the base system and then you can buy a module separately for the NES. Yes, NES. Right. Graphics, All those. So and you just you, basically you pick, pick and choose. Exactly. Yeah, and then you just plug it
2: into the exactly. base.
1: But with the base unit alone, will play CD-based games mm-hmm. in one drive, and what's which cool, is awesome. And what's cool about it is, out of the box, quote unquote, at least as of right now, they're looking to do PlayStation One games, mm-hmm. TurboGrafx CD, Sega CD, and Neo Geo CD. And I read recently that it's there. It's a possibility that they can. Add more CD-based systems, like, for example, a Dreamcast mm-hmm. or maybe a Saturn, just for argument's sake, right. through updates. Online updates. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all
2: data. I mean, it's just all – you just have to download the data in order to make it work. So, um, But still, I yeah. think
1: that's, that's awesome. Uh, that's going to change the game now with, with CD-based games because, amazingly, a lot of the CDs, short of my Sega CDs, uh, mm-hmm. I still have. So –
2: well, yeah, you need your CD-based systems because there's no one console that plays it all. Like, there's no Retro Freak for it, and PolyMega trying to be the first company that does that. And right. if they succeed, uh, I think they'll be ridiculously success successful. Because oh, I will I will buy that thing day one. I will yeah. buy that CD-based <laughs> thing
1: day one. I'm not so not so much for the cartridge though, because no, no that's understand, and that's why that's what's yeah. great about it. You don't have to buy those exactly. modules. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Speaking of which, though, there's another thing that we really like to do, and it's arcades. Oh, yes. There hasn't now... Let's face facts. It's not like it was when we were kids. Mm -hmm. There's really no... Short of, like, a Dave & Buster's or maybe, like, a local pizzeria having an arcade stand up in there, there's really no more arcades like we used to have.
2: Right. Right. They, uh, they They have definitely gone by the wayside. There are very, very few left.
1: Yeah, and we had th- – well, I mean, look, you have your barcade, don't get me wrong. You have stuff like that, which is great, mm-hmm. but like even just for the – and I know they have like family nights, but those are bars. Uh, yeah. Like for kids to be able to go in and just play and drop quarters and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, me and Anthony, we grew up in Brooklyn, and Brooklyn alone, th- three of the best – arcades we had we had and this is going to get local but whatever right. we had buddies yep we had fun time usa
2: yeah
1: and we had i don't know if you remember it was actually literally around the corner from me uh it mm. was on it was on Garrison Avenue and it was right right before you turned down to get to my block when i was a kid growing up uh there was this mm-hmm. kind of looked like they were just building homes but they turned one of the homes into a, an arcade you probably didn't know about because where you were living, you were all the way up oh, there, wow. you? Yeah. No, no, that one—that one I definitely didn't know. And about. it had had a little had a pool table, but it had a really good arcades. It had. It was the last place I knew that had a WrestleFest fest in it. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah. Um, and then they did some shady stuff, and that closed. But uh, Fun Shocking. Time and Buddies lasted for a while. And yes, I know my my, my sister worked at Fun Time. She did actually. Do you remember? I yep. do remember. Still didn't help. Couldn't help us with an autograph.
2: No, no, she definitely couldn't.
1: <laughs> Now, just like my
2: sister, completely through, useless
1: throughout the aw, throughout the years uh arcade cabinets have been sold for home use mm-hmm. um I've even seen them in the old um I, actually no they're still out the um what are they called um ham, uh ham, oh what's that german uh catalog um, oh i don't know amateur schlemmer amateur schlemmer anyway now they're putting god, out – god bless you no it's <laughs> I'm trying to think of those that use that in a Beer Fest. There are, I guess you want to call them first party cabinets. A lot of these cabinets are usually like third party, you just throw emulators mm-hmm. on. But there's a company called Arcade One Up that just yes. came out of nowhere. Yeah, just with, showed up. What, four or five? Five. Um, five of five these yes. cabinets. And hey, you want to tell them a little bit about these cabinets as far as their designs? Yeah, so um, these cabinets are um,
2: – they're four-foot tall, so they're three core-scale cabinets, so not the full length. Mm-hmm. Um, and each cabinet has four different games on it that you can play. Absolutely. So for example, there's a Street Fighter cabinet that has that – has, well, the Street Fighter one I think just has three. It has three different versions of Street Fighter. Well, it's got even- Super Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 2 – Street Fighter Championship edition.
1: Yeah, let's not even a, you know, for example, we we'll just go into it. That's one of the cabinets. Yes. Um the other one, there's another the one after that. Uh, I think mm-hmm. you were talking about this one has Rampage, Gauntlet, Joust and Defender. Yes, that's the one I have my eye on. I'm very excited <laughs> about that one. And
2: you know, and it has the artwork on the actual cabinet of one of the of one of the main games in the cabinet. So in other yep. words, the rampage one that Larry just mentioned
1: has the actual rampage artwork on the outside. It's really cool. Uh, there's another one. Uh, this one has a good list as well: Centipede, Crystal Castles, Missile Command, huh. and I love Millipede. Missile Command. Yes. I am not a fan of Missile Command.
2: I know. I know you don't like Missile Command. Me, I'm all. I'm all up for Missile Command. And that actually, that you know, those four games are set up on that arcade if you know if you, if you looked at it closely enough. It's set up that way with the rollerball because those games are the use oh, the rollerball instead of the joystick.
1: Oh these are paired for for particular yeah. reason so Yeah, they
2: are set up on purpose, yes.
1: The cabinet I'm quite interested in is the Capcom cabinet with yep. Final Fight, Ghosts and Goblins, 1944, the Loop mm-hmm. Master, and Strider.
2: Yes. Um, yeah, you know, I looked at that one too, and I was interested in it for, um, what was it? Final Fight and, uh, Ghosts and Goblins for sure. Yep. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, but again, it's like, it's just awesome arcade one up to come out with these systems, uh, or come out with these arcade cabinets that you can own in your home.
1: And finally, uh, the last one that they have is Asteroids, Tempest, Major Havoc, and mm-hmm. Lunar Lander. Yeah, now, see, my problem is
2: there are games on almost all five that I want, but, you know, I don't necessarily want all four games in each cabinet, but I definitely want at least one or two in each, which makes me want to buy
1: all five. Oh, forget about it. And they're reasonably priced, folks. They're only yes. $300, and when I say only, remember, this is, you know, a quarter That's scale reasonably priced. a three-quarter scale uh, arcade cabinet. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, at three quarter scale for three hundred. I mean, if you went to go buy any other arcade cabinet, I think you're easily dropping at least a grand, depending on the game,
1: and you're only getting one game. The one I was talking about that's in that that catalog, um, I think had a bunch of games. I had like Ms. Pac-Man and stuff. Had uh, like hundreds of games, but it went for like three thousand, I think. And mm-hmm. they sold like a half size one. You just put on your table, which went for yes. like, fifteen hundred this one though is pretty cool i actually like the two accessories that they would sell that you can buy extra with the cabinets Mm -hmm.
2: well before you get to the accessories the 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 other the other the arcade that you were talking about that you could buy
1: yeah
2: um but that becomes one of those situations where i don't think they've licensed all of the games that they have put in there
1: Uh, possible possible you know this
2: this is from a specific company and i believe like all of I would assume all of these games are licensed through Arcade One Up. Oh, exactly. because they have, and they right and they have the rights to I mean, sell it. So it's
1: basically Atari and Capcom. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're definitely licensing them. They got to be because of the way they're selling them. There's Walmart, uh, GameStop, Walmart yeah. Canada, eh? Uh, and soon Bed Bath and Beyond. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in the Beyond section. Well,
2: if Bed, well, no, 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 that's actually great because Bed Bath and Beyond. Is notorious for giving you uh, unlimited twenty percent off coupons in the mail. Oh, you get those? I do. Yeah. Get, well, so fine. Lady so, loves says gets them. Right. so Exactly. I get them. So bed. Right. So Bed Bath and Beyond, if they sell them for three hundred, you can actually save another sixty dollars off of it by using one of those coupons. Hmm.
1: Interesting. All right. All right. Look so, out for your mail.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was just gonna say, and Walmart actually does. Um, they do free shipping. Yes. Um, so if you buy this, you can get it shipped to your Walmart for free. Mm-hmm. And then as long as you have a car big enough to pick it up, you can take it home. I have no idea where I
1: would put mine. I'd have to put mine in my foyer. foyer? Oh, I know
2: exactly – foyer. Um, yeah. I know exactly where mine would wind up going. It's going to go on the back in the backdrop of my – what I'm supposed to be <laughs> in the background over here. That would be perfect because it's the perfect size. So It's the perfect size to put back there. Unfortunately, like I said, I don't have it because <laughs> – the other issues I had today, but yeah, I mean the idea, yeah, the idea of having these, especially, and again, they're four, they're about four feet tall, for that way they're ideal for sitting. You yes. can put a chair in front of it and play
1: uh, or, instead of sitting. Not only a chair, or you can buy a special um, arcade mm-hmm. one-up stool to sit on, which I kind of like that idea. Uh, yeah, but the other thing I like is the riser. Yes, the riser is
2: – and you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm going to wind up buying – if I buy one of these, I'm Honestly. buying the riser because I want to play my arcade standing up the way I always play yeah, arcade so games. It's
1: a riser to just basically lift the arcade cabinet up to be a normal size cabinet as far as height. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. That's definitely, that's definitely what I'm going to wind up doing if I buy one of these. No question.
1: They, I mean this – like I said, it literally popped up overnight. They are available as we speak – Yeah, you can pre-order them on Walmart right now. I guess you can also do it at GameStop. Yep. And if you know someone up in Canada, pre-order it in Canada and drive up there and pick it up. Save a little bit of money. What?
2: Well, I guess – and then the ship date for these officially are September 25th.
1: Oh, wow. Right around the corner. Yeah, so it's only a month away. Two months away. Uh, What? Walmart Canada has already figured out the conversion rate and have priced accordingly. (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, well. Wow, look at that! It's it's tiny. Hold on, look at how tiny. There's an actual picture from Walmart Canada. I mean, look. Don't get me wrong; it's still cool, but you are talking about the Forfeit version. Yeah, yeah, like the regular. The, the, yeah, and you know, it's funny. Oh I'm yeah, so I, used see, to... I see. And I see the I see uh, the image of of people here, sitting there. Here it is. Yes, <laughs> the image pops up. I don't know here. Yes. <laughs> so, um, that's that is hysterical.
2: Actually. Well, yeah, that's if you want the sitting version. I, like I said, I prefer. I want to stand oh, that, so I'm going to get the riser. No question. Absolutely.
1: So check out Arcade One Up. Hopefully, this is just the beginning of what could be a wonderful, wonderful ordeal and a very expensive one, might I add, as well. Yep. Oh man. Oh well.
2: So um, aside from that, I got a couple of other uh, oh, a couple okay. of other uh, news items before we uh, before yeah. we depart, so to speak. Um, one is um, I found that you know I found this on there's a website called NintendoLife.com, okay, uh, and they do a lot of retro news. Oh, cool! And uh, they just put up a gallery of an old Super Mario board game. Um, it was a it, it was a fake board game created in China. <laughs> All right, and um and I'll um I'll post images up on Facebook. It'll be up it'll be up on the video just like Larry did. A second ago, (laughs) here it is. Um, As he puts it over my face now. As I I put it over his face so we don't have to look at him. Um, But it was actually a Super Mario – it was based off Super Mario World. Oh. And the board was split in four. So you had four levels going across. Okay. um, Which was really – yeah, just a really interesting – but it was illegal. Of course. Uh, Yep, they illegally made that. So – but it was – it just looks like a really cool game. Like I, Nintendo should have licensed it mm-hmm. and put it out. I think it would have been great. Okay. Um, the other thing that's uh, totally random, uh, but I'm going to tie it back to – you were at Game On recently. Sorry, mm-hmm. I got to go off screen for a second. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm back. Hey. Uh, you went to Game On recently yeah. and you um, you were showing off a video which had the NES Cheats – uh, yes. VHS
1: tape, yeah, which t-
2: I own, and I had the it had the Contra <laughs> brothers on top of it.
1: Yep, yep. Tristan, uh, he bought that CD, a uh, CD, the uh, the TV with the with the VCR in it, yep. and uh, got it to work. And yeah, we were watching that yesterday. You were watching that. It was which like is awesome. what's hysterical is like nine of the games were Konami, and nine of them were the Konami Code. He's never called it the Konami Code.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, they they never officially called it the Konami Code. It's just gamers <laughs> called it the Konami yeah. Code because it was in every Konami game. Or a bunch of them. But anyway, um to jump on that, Nintendo UK just released, or I should say re released mm-hmm. the Super Mario All Stars
1: VHS. Do you remember that? No. Really? No, I don't remember Super Mario All Stars VHS. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. the That's not the, the ice skating
2: special, is it? No, no, no. Oh. It, was the, it was the official Nintendo release, and I'll read what it says on okay. the cover. An invaluable and entertaining journey into the amazing world of Nintendo, including play tips on Super Mario All-Stars and all the latest releases. I used to rent this from my video store.
1: Wait, it maybe. It
2: was an official VHS tape.
1: Maybe, because I had like two tip VCR, uh, VHS tapes. I just don't remember the name of them because it's been so long oh uh, okay well this one of them
2: well this one had the actual super mario all-stars cover because you remember mario dressed up like the magician with oh, the wand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was on the cover of the oh, vhs no, I didn't have it, no yeah so nintendo uk has re-released this that's vhs cool. on vhs oh that's cool <laughs> or is it a video form of the vhs i'm not sure i gotta look into that but anyway i just thought that was really cool because you were showing a vhs in your video yesterday yeah um uh, so yeah, so you know that's it for uh, that's really it for retro news this week. There hasn't been a, there hasn't been a ton going on. I think the biggest thing we talked about earlier with Nintendo suing people, yeah, because uh, they, they don't, you know, they have free time on their hands.
1: Yeah, they got they got the money as well.
2: Yeah, that they do. All right, Larry, it is time for this week's cheat of the week, Ooh, and I've got right. I've I've got one that was relative to our last segment. Uh, oh, because, I love. You know, I like to tie things together.
1: I like when a plan comes <laughs> together. What do you got? Yes, I do. Um, so this week's
2: cheat of the week is actually for Crystal Castles oh. in the arcade, Ooh. not the not not any console game, right. but actually in the yeah. arcade. So um, our Crystal Castles cheat this week uh, are uh, locations for the warp zones in the game. I didn't even know there were warp zones. Okay, there were. So. Huh. In order to get to level five, the level five warp, on level three, you have to get the hat and go to the back corner of the hidden ramp and jump before the hat wears off. Okay. Got all that? I think so. You'll have to try it out when you buy the arcade um, from Arcade 1-Up. You can warp it to level seven when you're on level five. So after you do your level five warp, you can do a level seven warp. Oh, okay. In level five, you go to the upper left corner of the maze and jump. Okay. And then you will skip over to level seven. Interesting. Um, additionally, and I should have probably said this one first, but they're out of order on the page that I'm reading them on. Uh, but you, in level one, you can jump to level three. You can warp to level three by going to the upper right corner and jumping. So you can basically skip the even number of levels. Yeah. You can skip two, four, and six. Jump, all, jump yourself all the way to seven. Um, and that's it. That, those are the three warps that you can find in Crystal Castles on the Arcade, and that is this week's Cheat of the Week. All
1: right, and with that, we have mm-hmm. survived, finally, this video version of episode 101. As everyone yes, lis- we have. Listening in their commute to work are probably going, what are half these things these people are talking about or showing? No. Uh, well, you know, and uh, and again, this is all um, this is all
2: a learning experience for us. You know, we're trying to we're trying to balance everything out now that we're trying out video on top of the podcast. I will say this, though, um, despite all of the hiccups we had setting this up and recording today um, in terms of the video podcast, um, I will say one good thing about doing it this way. OK, um, the video already looks better than a virtual boy. And what you see inside a Virtual Boy? Why you may ask? One, we're not all red. Uh, two, we're not pretending to be 3D. <laughs> so that's next. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No, you don't want us in 3D. I,
1: I will purposely. Me- yeah. Exactly. No. Don't do, that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but this is different. This is. I mean, like I said, we've kind yeah. of done stuff like this before, but we're going to be looking to do this actually weekly now. Yes. Uh, that's going to be and no with- deal. Yep, and next week with a proper backdrop. Yes, and I swear if I can't
2: if I can't get this to work in my actual office, there will be a green screen behind me next week, and then I'm just going to put up whatever the hell I want.
1: You'll <laughs> be in Super Mario Brothers. I will be it. Yes,
2: while I'm talking, you'll just see like Ganon walk by and all kinds of
1: stuff. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Uh, well, I got my. I'll try and jazz up a little bit. I got not much happening over here. I got stuff over here. I'd like to thank DNA Design. Right there, mm-hmm. I know it's a little, you can't see it because it's being washed out, but that's the uh, the NES label where it just changes, the label changes on an LCD screen. Pretty cool. Yep. Uh, and of course, we have our first ever contest yes. that we are running right now.
2: Yes, we are giving away an NES classic, which used to be impossible to find. Now it's a little bit easier to yeah. get. Uh, our timing is impeccable. <laughs> our timing is great. It's like we finally get one to give away and everybody can get them. However... You can get one from us for free. There you go. So that's $60 cheaper. (laughs) Um, uh, If you want to enter our contest, uh, you can visit our website, which is www.theretrogamers.com. There is a tab on there called Contests, and you can enter there to win the NES Classic. Uh, Entries must be in by Friday, August 17th, and we will be announcing the winner on our august 21st episode
1: yes yeah, so i'm sure the link is now posted below so so maybe oh crap i gotta do that now so yep
2: <laughs> there it is uh but if you're listening <laughs> but if you're listening when you get to your computer later i just told you where to go don't do it while you're
1: driving people forget no to- and
2: larry as much as i would love to tell you where to go this episode's
1: oh ouch and with that we're gonna wrap this up folks so now you can check us out everywhere <laughs> literally everywhere iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa. You can watch us on Facebook and on YouTube. Yep. Uh, check out. We're gonna be doing more streams. And you've been doing a lot of streams. The 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 um, Tomb Raider stream. It really got me. I almost yep. bought Tomb Raider yesterday, but I think oh really? I, already, I think I already have it. That's why. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna keep. Pl-
2: I'm gonna keep streaming Tomb Raider until I get to the end of the damn thing. So, damn. and uh, you know, I'm doing a piece at a time um maybe i'll maybe if i have some time today i'll do some more i'll do a little streaming and get it uh maybe get it done
1: we'll see better than me because i'll be damned if i ever do castlevania again castlevania 2 well
2: you you promised you promised our listeners
1: well you did um, it for me
2: well yeah but it doesn't matter if i did it you have to do it (laughs) the goal is for you to complete
1: castlevania so you need to get back at that we'll see Mm -hmm. and with that though yeah check us out everywhere you listen don't forget also the instagram page has slightly changed now yes uh at retro gamers podcast
2: retro gamers podcast we're streamlining ourselves yes
1: so everywhere at retro (laughs) gamers podcast uh five star review on apple itunes please let us know let us be heard no we Mm -hmm. are hearing us you share us yes let your friends let your family know share the contest and folks and this has been fun it's been weird i'm dying to know where i've been looking the whole time so i'll see uh
2: yeah i know it'll be interesting to see how this all winds up because we're gonna look like a couple of weirdos i know it's (laughs) awesome
1: though oh well well we will now catch you right here next week on the retro gamers podcast
0: When people asked us what kind of dog Maverick was, we were always stumped. Now we know thanks to Embark's dog DNA test. He's a golden retriever mixed with Siberian Husky. We also got his health results and shared them with our vet. Embark is the highest rated dog DNA test and a must-have for any pet parent. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get free shipping and save $64 today on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com.